All right, we're rolling. Oh, Carter, it's been a day. It has been a day. It's it has been a day. We have been out and about. It is my last day here in Kuwait. So, in case you don't know, Carter is uh, Carter is currently in the Middle Earth. Yeah, pretty much me and Frodo. I did watch Hobbit on the plane. So, but no, yeah, I'm in the Middle East. And, and Brent here is too. He's just in the bathroom right now where he's out barbecuing on the deck. One of the two. He might join us later. Yeah, he's somewhere. Where is he? I think he's using the blaster right now. Uh, blaster is a universal tool for good. All <laughs> right. So, yeah, I got here uh, like three and a half days ago and uh, pull up to the airport. And Trevor and my friend Jeff are uh, nowhere to be seen. We're getting coffee. There we go. So I'm just like, oh, crap. Carter flags halfway across the world, and we're waiting in line for Carter to get in. <laughs> we're like, you know what? Screw this. Let's just go get a coffee. So I'm like frantically messaging them like, oh, guys, where are you? Where are you? Show up with some coffee. They're like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> Let's get out of here. Yeah. And then we uh, start driving down the Kuwaiti highways here back to their <laughs> place. And we almost got killed on the way picking you up. Yeah, that I really, I would have had to call Wahid for a ride or something, and like, you'd be dead. He'd bail you out. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, one of my favorite signs, the welcome to Kuwait moment I had, was giant billboard saying, speed kills, keep safe. Speed limit, 120 kilometers an hour. <laughs> On like through a city. Yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> just ripping. So last last episode, Trevor was just talking about the uh, the driving. He's like, "You aren't going to be able to handle the driving. I can't wait to drive with you." And I thought he was he was over uh, uh, exaggerating, over exaggerating a little bit. But it's it's as bad as you could possibly imagine. Uh, <laughs> and and I'm really really defensive driver, and I would, <laughs> I would just get it eaten alive here. I think. Uh, Trevor, you have to you have to find that next level. You have to stare in a candle for half an hour and find that other level of aggressiveness with your driving. For me, no, I think anyone. any anybody coming over here, you just got to be ruthless and start cutting everybody off because you know that's what they'll do to you. That's definitely what they'll do with you. Um, yeah, like one of the first things we saw was someone driving up on the sidewalk. He was just like, enough of this. And he just pulled off to the sidewalk <laughs> and started driving over it. With his Lexus SUV. And, uh, oh, well, yeah, just just tonight. Uh, so there's a, a left-turning lane for a U-turn, and then the, the right-hand lane is for going straight. <laughs> like, I pulled a U-turn, cutting off everybody in traffic. He was in the far right lane. <laughs> I decided to do a left U-turn <laughs> at the green light. And when everybody else was going, he decided to do a U-turn in front of everybody. Yeah, it was just a total F-U moment to everybody. And um, but and then another move that, that everyone's famous for is, <laughs> is um, oh, what is it? Okay, so everyone's in a left turn lane or a right turn lane. And someone will just bypass it all and sort of wedge himself into the very front. And then Trevor pulled that today. And so we said, <laughs> I kind of nailed that today. <laughs> he really did. I became Kuwaiti. Yeah. And his, he had bad <laughs> excuses too. It's like, well, I didn't know that this was only a one lane turning thing. And we're like, well, what about the, but uh, I snuck in so dirty. It was, it was dirty. It was really smooth. It was beautiful. I was pulling up and I went through about 30 cars 
and all of a sudden this one guy was cutting someone off and he was so worried about hitting the guy in front of him that he slowed down and the guy in front of him got a there was a gap and I just chiseled right in there <laughs> like chiseler parking is very shocking every parking lot uh is I compare it to the country fest uh parking lot at the basically a music highway music festival, yeah, music festival parking where someone gets in at the earlier day and then someone will just park up behind them block them in for the rest of the day except like with the fierce festival at least those people are probably going to stay till like at the end of the night well here you know you could just be like picking up your kid from daycare go out to some guy in like a land rover land range rovers and land rovers are usually the biggest jerks here <laughs> and they're just right behind you and like they could be getting something quick or they could be there like for two days or something you're yeah, just, just park you in pretty much or uh the parking lot here at trevor's place someone oh parked right in front so some park aides it's like well i got nowhere to go i'll just park right here it's like this is the entrance like 200 <laughs> people aren't going to be able to leave now because you you just parked in the entrance of a parking lot with people parked <laughs> in it and there's no way out but this guy just has to park there in really busy roads like down really like old-fashioned middle eastern streets um someone will be like oh i feel like shawarma just stop put the hazard lights on and they're like i'm doing everyone a favor here hazard lights get out of the car go get the shawarma come back in the middle of a busy street with nowhere to go around this person pretty much and uh, motorcycles flying on a know we almost got hit by a yeah, motorcycle almost taking trevor stuff to dry cleaning just got run down by some motorcycle, but it's like it's like that scene in Star Wars Episode One where like the fish attacks a sub and then a bigger fish eats it and then the bigger fish eats that. Like this motorcycle guy almost ran over Trevor, but then the motorcycle guy almost got plastered by a Range Rover less than like half a second later. <laughs> so it's totally like dog eat dog. It's balanced. Yeah, exactly. Pedestrians do not have the right of way. Oh, pedestrians shouldn't even exist. No. I took Carter for a walk today just to see what it's like to be on the streets. Pretty much. Because Carter, we've given Carter a very sheltered existence here. We've only gone to, to the best of the best. <laughs> um, I can't believe you actually came down here. You too, Brent, wherever you are. So nice that you <laughs> travel and get out, you know, see your friends and... <laughs> Me or Brent? Brent, okay. I know. Oh, it's, yes, yes. I mean, Carter, I expect that from you, yeah. you know, but Brent, really surprised. So this is our first episode recording live in the same room since episode 46 and 47. So it's been like 100 so episodes. Pretty basically much. Been, it's basically been two years. We haven't been in the same room together in like two years. But I don't know. I I am experiencing some culture shock, and I'm not 100% adjusted to Kuwait yet. <laughs> No um, one's ever. <laughs> uh, a good wake up call I had was in the uh, the avenues, the big fancy West Edmonton Mall Mall of America type of place, and uh, it, it's really like they have this one prestige section where it's just like uh, what is it like Chanel and LV and Lu- yeah Louis Vuitton and Gucci Dior Prada yeah so the best of the best and then I go to the bathroom and so. Uh, I'm like, okay, a lot of people in this bathroom waiting for the stalls and there's like two urinals there and just going to use that. But this is a really fancy ball. So I'm like, well, these appear to be urinals, (laughs) but I'm just going to go for it. (laughs) So I'm, uh, going for it (laughs) and about halfway through, I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) 
How sure are you that these are, in fact, urinals? <laughs> You're never sure. <laughs> and then I'm like, who's this foreigner? Like, taking a whiz at the garbage can. <laughs> like, can you imagine going to, like, Safe Hotel Center Mall? And this guy from another country is going to the bathroom in the sink, you know? <laughs> That's basically what I might be doing. So I get out and, like, Trevor, like, uh, I think it might have... I think it was pretty the urinal, but I'm not sure. He's like, oh, my God, Carter. The foot wash station? And I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, because they wash before they pray here. And so someone that, do- someone that doesn't know where they are could go right into the prayer washing room and just, just let just, it out. Just the face. Wow, there's nobody waiting in line here. No. What this? Yeah, that's like Homer, like wiping his mouth with barbecue sauce on the stone cutter's sacred parchment <laughs> but and then so i went to another bathroom in the same mall no urinals so i was pretty sure it was a urinal but then after that second bathroom i'm a little bit scared I'm what have i scared. done yeah. what have i done but the most disappointing part about the mall was uh people reacting to trevor i think his very first episode he said since he was blonde everyone just came up to him and like so oh, nice I have to, to be. I have to be putting on my charms, though. Okay, okay. Because yeah, they, they, I guess he's been to the mall so much they've gotten used to him. Oh yeah, there's the blonde kid. They know me. They, first name basis. Oh well. Um, yeah, and I guess the other thing I, I might have done wrong to the uh, Islamic culture is uh, on the plane ride here. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street was one of the options. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> And uh, I sat next to a very conservative Muslim girl, and uh, Wolf of Wall Street may not be the best movie, like and not like an adult, like a teenager Muslim girl. <laughs> and I might have watched that movie, which has some uh, scenes maybe she shouldn't have seen. Every time she looked over at my screen, something uh, that shouldn't be happening was happening. It's like I swear this is a regular movie. Scorsese. Oh, I come from a land from a faraway place where the caravan camels roam. Where they cut off your ear if they don't like your face. It's barbaric, but hey, it's home. When the wind's from the east and the sun's from the west and the sand in the glass is right, come on down, stop on by, hop a carpet and fly to another Arabian night. Today might have been the biggest day yet. Uh, I went to school. Carter's like a little kid here right yeah. now. He's so excited. <laughs> He's new countries traveling. Back to school. He's live podcasting. Yeah. With real day. people. He's looking he, if you could see Carter right now. He can't even he He's can barely beaming. talk. He's giggling to himself so much. So much giggling. So I went I went to grade eight and grade nine again. Went and grade Trevor. one. And grade one. And grade one. Back in the school. So yeah, I went to school here and uh, met you all the kids. Met the, the the boys. Met the boys. They say I look like George Washington. <laughs> Mister. Mister, you look like George Washington. Who? <laughs> like with the white hair. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but they're all like, Mister, who are you? Who are you? Mister, who is that? And Trevor's like, he's the new uh, vice principal starting up next year. And they're like, oh, really, Mister? And he's like, yeah, I'm uh, pointing out who the bad kids are and the good kids. So uh, I got treated well there. I got treated well by the, the boys. I love how the Kuwaiti boys apparently sound like Chinese men to you. <laughs> 
Oh, Mister. Oh, Mister. That's, that's not how they talk at all. Chicken fried rice, Mister. Oh my God, Carter, you're you're terrible, man. Yeah. So one of the one of the kids is a big listener of the Wiz, and uh, yeah. So we're signing autographs and everything out there, pretty much. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, we went out for dinner tonight and. These women had a selfie stick where you attach your cell phone to a stick. A selfie stick isn't as dirty as it sounds. <laughs> but a lot of women have selfie sticks. <laughs> so it's like a <laughs> extension pole. And you attach your phone to <laughs> you attach your phone to it. Extend it so it's really far away. You take a picture of yourself. Like so you're not like only arms length away. You're like six feet away. It's a, it's a new craze here, so I'm surprised you just didn't hire some slave to do it. A selfie slave? You could have a nanny, a driver, a cook, and now a, a selfie slave. Have someone... Well, it wouldn't be a selfie anymore. It'd be a portrait, you know? Uh, You'd have a photographer. You could still do an awkward chin to make it look like a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they'd have a little stool, too, to get the raised angle, you know? Arabian nights, like Arabian so Lisa's gonna get in on this and probably do a better job first time hey what's up hey yeah, th this is a, a very special guest, the first significant other official guest <laughs> of the Wisdom. Is this okay? <laughs> this is good, yeah. Yeah, we're breaking all the <laughs> rules. Brett's going to be so mad. Yeah. Brett's <laughs> in the toilet right now. Brett! <laughs> Brett! Yeah, Easy on the blaster, you're going to rip something. <laughs> <laughs> because Janelle's barged in on a segment before. Really? Uh, when I was explaining how I dealt with a French band at my front door, and I was like, and Janelle just like grabs the bucket. It's like you're terrible. And he didn't tell them to get away. And I was two seconds away from slamming the door in their faces. And then you usually hear Allison like tagging her ass in the background. And so I think basically Allison's move is about 45 minutes in. She throws the baby in the room, locks the door, and that's the end. That's boom goes the podcast. Yeah. Baby grenade, baby podcast grenade coming at you live. Yeah, pretty much. And then that's. Fred, I was like, gotta go, and then we just cut right there. Yeah. <laughs> Play the music. Uh, yeah, so uh, on our way to that fancy mall that we were just talking about, there's this giant building. It's called, in the mall, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's called, a it's a wing of the mall. It's called Kidzania, and uh, Kidzania. Kidzania. And I was like, what is that place? And Lisa here has been to Kidzania. Yeah, I, I don't think Kidzania is not a thing in uh, like. Canada or the states yet? No. It's there's one. There's one in the states, I think. So it's gonna happen though. They're expanding. They're like they're basically doubling their size in the next four years, with like new franchises. Not that I go to their website and look into it or anything, <laughs> but Watch YouTube they're expanding. But there's seriously, the Kidzania is the next up and comer. You think? Well, it's let's talk about what Kidzania. So what is this well, it's it's the best place in the world. So it's not. Is it just like an amusement park where? Children go play all day. Nope. Jungle gym. 
Nope, they work. They work. Kidzania's this like, is good. Now, this is good. Kidzania is like a, it's like its own world. So, and basically uh, the kids just go there and then they work at whatever <laughs> job they want. They can choose whatever they want. And then. So what are some of the professions? They can be a dentist or a doctor or a pilot, um, a singer. Firefighter. A firefighter. Model. A model, a worker what? at Burger King. A Burger King employee. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, oh, there's just everything. Like a painter, um, construction worker. Police. Yeah, policeman. Um, oh, it's just the, everything. Like a Did person. you say firefighter? Yeah, okay. yeah, we got that. Got to even ride in a fire truck and paramedic too. And there's just like everything you can think of like a radio radio talk show host basically Ooh, photographer yeah, I'd be good at that. carter we should go practice yeah, no. yeah they did have <laughs> photographers too wandering around i think so like they can choose whatever they want and then they can they make money basically kidsania money and so then, you work and then you get paid yeah and then well i mean kids just go to the burger king make their own burgers and get paid for that and then they <laughs> eat it and then they do it again or they go to fattest country in the world <laughs> make a pizza <laughs> 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 yeah but I mean, yeah, and then they work and get money and then they can spend the money on, um, I guess there's a couple of toy stores, like actual stores that they can buy things at, little things, uh, with their Kidzania money. So it's kind of it's the perfect field trip. And basically teachers are not allowed to be in there. In the I city. Mean, I mean, we could. Like you could walk around and stuff, but there's a parent lounge, which is upstairs. It's within Kidzania, but it's closed off. The kids cannot go in there. So you basically pay to make your kids <laughs> go to work. And yeah. I'm sure in every other country other than Kuwait, like there's there's an open bar at the parents' lounge. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's the only thing that was missing. But it, yeah, you walk in into the parents' lounge and it's a Starbucks. And then there's like five computers that you can use and like nice chairs. There's two TVs and like a TV room with nice comfy couches and chairs and lazy boys even probably. Like everything. Is, and you can just sit there the whole time. It's genius because there's two streams of revenue, like Burger King and like all the airways, Cutter Air. Yeah, like oh. they're they're paying for like the construction of the place, and then you get the revenue of admission all on top of that. Yeah, exactly. And then you can sort of frame it as educational too at the side, not just fun. This ain't no Chuck E. Cheese where you're just playing video games and getting <laughs> tokens for toys. No, you're working. You're, now you you're go there. Work you get a job. You live the Springsteen lifestyle, working hard. To, you know, buy a perfume or something for your for your baby. <laughs> uh, I love the idea of just parents just not, like, I'm going to leave my kid and make him do work all day. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, learning kind of, right? Like, there's got to be some learning there. They get the idea, especially for, like, younger kids in grade one. They well, get the idea of, like, oh, I have to work, and then I get money, and then I can buy <laughs> stuff. Like, they, I don't know. <laughs> It works in most countries. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not here so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mr. My dad is retired. Your dad is 27. <laughs> 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 yeah. But uh yeah, it was awesome. Kids loved it, teachers loved it. It was great so it's really teach. just a day to slack off for the teachers. Well, some teachers went off in into the mall and just wandered just around. Just went shopping. And <laughs> went shopping. <laughs> Screw they got their this. Bags from H and M and like, <laughs> yep. So uh, it was pretty much the best field trip. What else you want to talk about, Lise? Oh, I don't know. 
We went on a field trip today. We went climbing. We went to the desert and climbed uh, the tallest peak of Kuwait. <laughs> it was what, 400 meters or something? Yeah, or 400 feet? And that's a stretch. <laughs> Jeff was with us. He Last peak he climbed was Mount Everest. And now, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, now he's climbing the Kuwaiti Everest. <laughs> I rolled down it. Yeah, Carter rolled down yeah. the sand dune. I was wearing Trevor's pants, so I felt it was okay. <laughs> Ruined them. He that took those. He took those to the cleaner tonight. Sand was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Then we went to the souk, which the is souk like the market. The market, the Aladdin market. We ate some serious dates. Okay. Oh <laughs> my god. So we were looking for sponsors last week. Well, we got one. The Iranian date guy. <laughs> so, like Trevor was saying, it's not like um, like a regular mall where even though stores are repeated. They're usually in different sectors of the mall, so you know you can only hit one sector of the mall to get all your shopping needs done. Well, here they're like, "Oh, you're gonna put all the the fruit stores together, all the uh, suit stores together." So there's an entire, what would you say, like a date suit, fifteen <laughs> date stores, and I I'll post a picture. I, I took one. We bought some dates, so I'm like, you know what? I bought myself a picture of your stores. <laughs> and uh, hey, wait, why aren't we eating those dates right now? We'll hit the dates. Yeah, we should hit pause here and break out the dates. So break out uh, the dates. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. So this <laughs> can't breathe. He's so excited. It's so dusty here. He's like a kitty kid. So so this guy's like, uh, come come. So like we walk by like, I'd say like eight date stores that are exactly the same just mountains of these sticky dates they don't fall over on these giant platters and they're like really awesomely displayed and you smile at a few guys and keep walking in the last one you're like well i'm gonna stop and this guy's like hey you try this and this wasn't this wasn't his best dates you know you, you want the more like, sticky sugary ones these ones were a little dry looking grapes so, almost yeah they were almost like yeah grapes and it gives trevor like seven <laughs> And Trevor. I'm only gonna buy like four. That <laughs> yeah, was my, we, we if I was like to buy a handful, and he gave me more than I was going to buy. <laughs> Maybe he gave Trevor about eight. He, Trevor to share with us. He, he gave one to Lisa, one to me. Then he eat six. proceeded to eat like six of them. <laughs> and then he like, well, try these better dates. Give them to Trevor. Trevor doesn't give any to us. <laughs> well, I got to make right decisions for you guys. Yeah. And then he goes to the third pile of dates, and then he, he divvies them up there. So we, we buy some dates from him. and uh, Good price. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that it was sponsored by him, but uh, I couldn't read this name of his store. It was too Arabic. There wasn't even a name, I don't think. Yeah. Maybe it was just a number for like the stall. He's like, you guys English? We're like, no, Canadian. He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, you know, I almost want to say like, and then, yeah, another store, uh, they're like, you guys American? We're like, no, they're all happy. I just want to, I should just say yes next time to see if they're, like, super happy. The big, oh, that's cool, that's cool. So, I don't know. Oh, I had another thing I was going to call Trevor out for. What am I doing? I don't remember. I ate all your dates. I ate all the free dates. Yeah. So what? One of my driving skills? No, yeah, I called you up for driving. Driving was good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know how he does The market this. was pretty much Aladdin, right? Pretty much Aladdin. We got some avocado juice. Finally, someone's <laughs> had, finally somebody else has had avocado juice. Yeah, yeah. And then after making us the juice, the shop guy's like, you got some cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> you got some. 
Yeah, no. But no, the best part of this place is the juice. It's, so you're like, oh, I'll get juice. And you're expecting to just like bring out like a can or something. And it's like, come back in five minutes. Because he's got to like cut open all these avocados and scoop and and like shred. And Puree. Like, and yeah, they go through a lot of work. It's the juice here is world class. Definitely. Even the stuff in the bottle is, is like the orange juice. It, it is world class. It's better than anything you get back home. Oh, Carter's looking at his list of things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much done. Let us down. Hmm? Nothing. Lisa, what are you going to talk about? Hmm? I don't know. I'm just a guest. Why am I supposed to bring up the topic? Trevor, what do you got here? <laughs> what do I got? Is anything going on in the world besides Kuwait? got to be something else we could talk about. Exploding whales. <laughs> yeah, so what's going on with this exploding whale? I never knew anything about it, but apparently there's a big swollen whale dead on the beach. In Newfoundland. And right? nobody wants to clean up after it. Mm-hmm. It's everybody else's fault. It's one of those situations. <laughs> no, it's pretty sure that's your job. No, that's your job. No, that's your job. Boom goes the whale. <laughs> pretty much. What so else is I'm happening? Ju- I'm just looking up how much a blue whale weighs, actually, right now. Okay, it is, yeah, so here's the news story. Massive blue whale rotting in Newfoundland town. Not many options to remove it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they were going to, I think, they were going to push it out to to sea, but then they figured it would be a hazard to, like, sailors and be a danger to them, so they decided against that. So it is 100 feet long and 170 tons so uh, is that metric tons? So 1,000 kilograms. So that is... What if you just filled it with C4? Why? Then yeah, that might be a good idea. So it's 170,000 pounds of the stinkiest, nastiest garbage. And I've smelled I some pretty nasty garbage here so far. Yeah, there's a lot of dumpsters. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so 170,000 pounds. You know, I think... What is if you burned it? That would just reek, right? But if you exploded uh, if you it. You just obliterated and diffused it. What if you push it off into the ocean and then blew it up? But when you push it, how do you push it? With a stick? No, because it's like. <laughs> it would explode. It's, it's, like, it's so rotten, though. You push it and you'll like go inside it, you know? If you push it with well, your you hands. Well, like, you get like 10. You can't plow- wrap ropes around it and drag it in. You get like 15 snow plows. Out on the beach, and they snow plow it out into the water. The snow plows would go right through, and you'd have 50 No, sections. snow plows have a big flat surface. Yeah. That's, that's going to disperse the pressure. There's no way a snow plow is going to drive through a fucking whale carter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like a little tunnel. What are they going to do, make a tunnel through the whale? Maybe. Maybe. I'll uh, give you 50 bucks to just jump into it. Oh. Yeah, I'll give you a thousand bucks to jump into. No way, no way. That's I actually give you a thousand bucks. No, it would have to be a hundred thousand, I think. Maybe I Kickstarter. Kickstarter fund. Fundraiser <laughs> online. Carter jumping into whale. Prank starter. <laughs> For a hundred hundred thousand dollars, would you 50, do fifty tax free? Fifty tax free. Would you only if there's like a would a you do a diving board? Oh like a diving. Sure. 
Whalers? You could die. You could suffocate in whale. You might be able in to. rotting whale. There'd have to be. Isn't like some a, guy living a whale for a long time? No, that was Star Wars. Hand hit in a rotting tan tauntaun. No, Carter. There's a famous story. <laughs> that's not Star Wars Episode Six. No. No five. Oh my God! I lost all Star Wars cred. Okay. Um, no, I've never heard of that story. You but really, yeah, that w- that's big business, you know? You Isn't know, there like a thing about so Jonah and the whale or something? Or? Wh- why would I get $50,000 to uh, jump in a whale when I could come up with solutions and have a company that goes around? Because this is big news. You know, I could be based out of Manitoba, the heartland of, this, of the continent, and fly to Vancouver and deal with the whales and fly to the East Coast and deal with the whales, Florida, California. They would pay big bucks because this is... Uh, you know, this is affecting tourism. This is affecting everybody in the town, you know? I say push it into the ocean and blow it up. But not, like, kind of blow it up. I'm talking, like, like die hard blow it up. <laughs> 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 uh, my idea was uh, bed, bath, no, wait. Bed, bath, bath and yeah. body works. Bath and body works. That stuff smells so strong that I think it could cover up. Okay, so if you put a one kilogram bit, wasn't one kilogram candle? That's one nothing. One kilogram better. candle next to one kilogram of rotting flesh, it would neutralize. Neutralize it. Well, what if you just put like three thousand candles around the whale? You need one hundred seventy thousand <laughs> kilograms. <laughs> math. Pure math. Pure math. So put that around the. Uh, the whale. So 170,000. And all the workers that get covered in residue get Robot free workers. free, free bed, bath, and body works. Supplies to exfoliate and clean pretty with. Much, They're going to smell like a box of roses. You can sponsor this, you know? I've, this yeah, is what I learned is, from Kidzania. I get bed, <laughs> bath, and beyond to sponsor by getting the, getting the uh, candles. Is that something they want to associate their name with? Exploding rotten whales? I think so, because it's like, hey, if we can, if we can stop the stench of exploding rotten whales, what do you think we're going to do for your bathroom? Yeah, and then a bunch of guys are going to rub it on there. Oh, it just covers it up, hon. <laughs> oh, there's no need to shower. <laughs> oh, hon, this is good. It worked on the whale. <laughs> Work on the power balls. <laughs>